Welcome, welcome. What's going we on? Back, we Happy. back. Thursday, November tenth. We back at it. Back at it again. You know, the man and man pod on one half. A B. Antoine Mate. Got my co-host in Indy. Yes, sir. Live, Darius Butler. Live from the Thunderdome, baby. D Butt. What's going on, my guy? How's your morning? Hey. Going good, man. Morning is good. Had my coffee. Got up. Didn't get a work. I had a plan to get a workout early, but I'm uh get one in the afternoon after the show. But uh, you know, it's always a good day. You know, live from the FanDuel Thunderdome, of course, like I am every Thursday. Week ten already, man. Week flying ten by. starting tonight. Um, obviously we flying flying through the season. We had our first it is what it is Monday. And then um Obviously, part of that conversation was the Colts and where they were at with their coaching and all that stuff. And obviously, we've had a whole lot of news since then that we're going to get into. But uh, week is going good, man. Eventful. Very eventful. What about yours? Man, good. It's been good. Back at the parentals, man, for for a day or two, man, NVA. Um, okay. But other than that, man, all is well. All is well, man. Like you said, ready to jump into the show. Talk about our Colts, our, our man Jeff Saturday. Um, get your thoughts on that. Yeah, want to get everybody thoughts that's in the um that's watching in the comment section. Want to get their thoughts as well, man. But again, man, I think we're ready for a good Thursday show. Yeah, so we're gonna obviously we're gonna talk about that. Um, post it on IG store. We're gonna talk about that. Also, gonna preview a few of these games. Um, you know, as as you guys know, we go live Monday, Thursday, um, ten a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, for an hour, but then a little hour, hours change usually. But, um, you know, Saturday we do like a quick, probably 20, 25, 30 minute pick show. We go through every game of the week. We obviously pick who we think going to win and then what we think against the spread. So, um, at the halfway point already, man. So I'm ready. I'm ready to get rolling, man. You got all the, you can see the comments. You got the controls today. I can't, I hate not seeing the comments. They'd be, they'd be on one, but, um, let's get to it, man. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. We see y'all on the other side. Yes, sir. Let's go, man. We back. Yes, sir. We back. Um, let's jump right into it, man. Um, let's do it. We talked about it on Monday. It is what it is, Monday. <laughs> uh, and uh, you, we brought it up, man. And we were just talking about the state of where the coach were at. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna show a clip from Monday's show as far as the coach reset. And I got deep yeah. up talking about our coach. Listen up. So, what's the answer? O line not playing well. At all. Nine sacks. Three, five, and one right now. I'm, I'm not – I don't like calling for people jobs. Uh, like, I know how hard it is, how uh -oh. difficult it is. Uh-oh. Huh? I said, uh-oh. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know how hard it is. 
to be a coach, to put a game plan together, to have players to execute, to do all these different things. You've had a revolt. You got all the excuses in the world, but we know this is a production business. You get you judged off wins and losses as a coach, as a head coach. So it's tough, man. It, it, it's tough. Right? Like I said, I ain't gonna call for nobody's job, but it, it's ugly right now. It's, it's ugly. ugly. Yeah, you kind of. It's almost time. I feel like we had that. Is what it is right now. Now you are in a division where, you know, well, you had no runaway teams there, but it's. It, it looked like it's time to hit that reset button, in Indy man. Um, damn. Damn, man. And I think Ursay might have been tapped in. Hey, <laughs> he might have been, man. What was your um? I don't think. I don't think you were surprised at this move but do you think it was a good move or the right move um how you feel after the fact as far as you know coming out saying frank Wright is out as a uh, coach head coach yeah man um like i said i know i know how hard it is uh we we know how hard it is you know being in those buildings for as long as we were in those buildings um yeah. so it, it, it's hard man it's hard for everybody in there it's, it's but it's a production it's a production business it's a production league and as a coach you're judged off your wins your losses and then not only that, but, um, you know, how your team comes out and plays, like what type of effort, what type of execution. Um, we've been talking about this, honestly, since last year, since you came to Indy. It was in Lucas Oil for that Raiders game. We had yeah. conversations after that. When Frank and Chris got extended, we had some conversations after that. So it, I don't think either one of us are surprised by this move, um, especially uh, knowing Jim Irsay. He is, uh, you know, one of one, but he he, he definitely wants um, success. It feels like he knows exactly, you know, what that's supposed to look, smell, and feel like. Um, and it wasn't getting done. And we had to put out a, a piss poor outing against New England. Um, so, like I said, I never want to be the guy that says, hey, fire this guy. This is the answer. Because now you're in a situation where you bring in Jeff Saturday, which was shocking. You know, yeah. from head coach who hasn't really been in the building, hasn't been a full time coach, no NFL coaching experience, no college experience. You bring in mid midway through the season, and then you have no one on the staff who has called plays before, who called offensive plays before. So um, you got Parks Frazier calling plays, Sam Ellinger at quarterback, one of the wor worst performing offensive line in the league, offensive lines in the league right now. So Jeff is gonna have his hands full, but I'm 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 rooting for him. One of your former teammates, you know much more about him than I do. Um, so I guess what's, that was my thoughts on the Frank firing. What's your thoughts on that? And then to piggyback on that, the the Jeff Saturday um, hiring. Yeah, um, I mean, I think you hit it right on the head, dude. But as far as the as far as the firing, right? Um, you know, you 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 fire the the OC um, first, and then you know, again to your point, if you look at the the setup of the roster, you know, you can't. You really can't point the fingers. Well, you can't point fingers. I'll say that. You can't point fingers, but would that be the right thing to do? Um, as yeah. a head coach, regardless of what that roster looks like, like you said, you got to have your guys um, ready to play. You got to have – you got to put a product out there that looks like, you know, it, it's competitive. And for the past couple of weeks, it hasn't looked like that for our coach. You know what I mean? Um, again, to Franks, you know, the Franks maybe in his eyes, he's like, man – See, see what I gotta, I gotta work yeah. with. You know what I'm saying? So, again, man, it's, it's it's you can look on both sides and be like, you know, um, was that the right decision? I I think it was. Um, unfortunately, mm -hmm. Frank obviously is a great guy, great dude. Um, 
But again, man, this is a production business, like you said. And on to your point with the Jeff Saturday. Again, I think a lot of people were were, were surprised by this by this hire, um, being that you know Jeff Saturday wasn't on the staff. A lot of people, it. I think, everybody was surprised by this. <laughs> were you were you were you not surprised? You got Gus Bradley on the staff. You got I was intro. I, I was, I was, Fox, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, to your point, like I don't think I've, well, I haven't, I've never seen a interim coach be hired that's not on the staff. You know, ninety nine percent of the time, it's somebody that's you know familiar with the guys that's on the team, what's going on in the building at that current time. Um, but again, you know, we always we talk about it. I know you talk about it a lot as far as like relationships, like yeah, business. This this is based on relationships, and we know Jim Mercer and Jeff Saturday have a great relationship. Uh, Jeff Saturday playing 13 years for the Colts. He's in the ring of honor. Um, again, like you said, one of my former teammates, when I came in that locker room, he was one of the leaders. I, I would mm-hmm. probably say the most vocal leader in our locker room um, during my time. Um, I know we had Peyton, um, you had Freeney, you had Mathis, but Jeff Saturday, I would say, was that guy, was that leader. Um, so again, I know he can be, I don't think a lot of people know that. Yeah, a lot of people might not know that. Like when it came time to be vocal and somebody stand up in front of the team um and talk about things that's going on in our locker room, Jeff Saturday was that guy. And mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, once we get done talking, I'm definitely gonna see we're gonna play a clip of his press conference, and you can tell that this guy, you know, he knows what he's talking about when it comes as far as you know, X's and O's. Yeah. Um, how to lead men, um, but to your point, it was surprising knowing that he didn't. He does not have a lot of coaching experience. But hey, we gonna see where the tips fall. Um, yeah, like you said, I, I'm wishing the best for Jeff Saturday, um, and our coach, and we can see where it goes from here. But right here, man, we gonna we gonna listen to Jeff talk a little bit. We gonna get a, yeah. get the get the people's reaction. Here's the deal. Everybody talks about my, I'm completely comfortable in who I am as a man, bro. I know I can lead men. I know I know the game of football and I'm passionate about it. I have no fear about, are you as qualified as somebody else, bro? I spent 14 years in a locker room. I went to playoffs 12 times. I had, I got five dudes in the Hall of Fame that I play with. You don't think I've seen greatness? You don't think I've seen how people prepare, how they coach, how they GM, how they work? I mean, won Super Bowls, been to two. Like, here's the deal, man. None of us are promised a good job. I may be terrible at this. And after eight games, I'll say, God bless you. I am no good. I may be really good at it. I got no idea. But I dang sure ain't going to back down. I can tell you that. Hey, talk your shit, Jeff. Hey. <laughs> talk your fourth. Hey, hey, bro. I spent 14 years in this league. Been to playoffs 12 times. Played with five Hall of Famers. That, and that's just the guys that are already in. It'll, it'll yeah. be more. You included. But, um... Yeah, I, wa- I watched a little more than that. I watched a few clips from that press conference and wasn't surprised uh, at all by how he came off. Um, I-, I think that's the same re- type of reaction that he'll get from that locker room as well. You know, you just because you-, you want somebody that's going to be real, that's going to be authentic, that you know got your best interests at heart and also knows what they're doing. Now, um, d- d- can they say he knows what he's doing from a coaching standpoint in the National Football League? No. But this dude played, you know, center for 14 years once again and while guys he left college and went and did that for 14 years and other guys who have all this coaching experience you know went and became a GA 
21, 22 years old when they just weren't good enough to continue to play the game anymore. And that's how they got their experience. So, yeah, you give me a Jeff Saturday, Antoine Bethay, uh, what are y'all any any day of the week to at least get a shot? You know, because we see a lot of guys get a shot and go out there and trick it off. And and a guy like shit, Josh McDaniels, great play caller, has proven that time and time again, and he could do that at a very very high level. But at a high level, but can you lead men? You know yeah. that like that's that's the job of a head coach. Good times, bad times, mediocre, not being complacent, got to get better. Practices, training camp. Um, all these different things, uh, talking to the media. Because when you're talking to the media as a head coach, you're also talking to your players. You're also talking to the fan base. You're also talking to your opponents. So I think he's got all that stuff um, knocked out. And now he just got to get experience on the job. Um, this is a, a crazy opportunity, but Jim Ursay is, is one of one. Uh, so he, he made the call. And yeah. uh, I know a lot of people are upset because there are other qualified uh, candidates on that staff that could have you know, gotten a call. Once again, it comes down to relationships, um, and, and and I'm definitely the root for Jeff. But what what does because you got a first time play caller in Parks Frazier, yeah, who literally his first time he was an assistant to Frank. He was a assistant quarterbacks coach. Now he'll be calling plays on Sunday. Yeah, uh, you got Sam Ellinger, young quarterback playing. Obviously, what does success look like in your opinion for Jeff Saturday and this staff and this team for the uh, rest of the season? Man, uh, great question. Great question. I think success, going out there and playing better. Okay. I mean, really it's just, it, it was, it was, it wasn't looking good, right? So if you, if I feel mm -hmm. like you can go out here, the guys are playing better, you put a better product out there, and we have what? Eight games left? Yep, hey, I believe they're three, five, and one. Three, five, and one. We have eight games left. Um, again, if you show where a team is going in a trajectory as far as going up, playing harder, uh, making plays, playing with more passion, and you know Jeff Saturday and the coach can, if you can go five hundred these last eight games, man, we might have some. We might be looking at something. Oh, you go five hundred, shit. We. Definitely have a four-year deal on the table. We go five hundred. You got eight games. So you can win. If you can win four, again, I, to your point, where you know you still got Sam out of judge your quarterback. Um, you got for now. Pitches. For now, I for think now. that's another conversation we need to talk. Yeah, we need to have yeah. For now, for now, I, I I actually think they might go back to to. I'm with you to, to Matt Ryan. You. Um, you have an old line that's struggling right now, as we all can see. So. Jeff Saturday coming in as a, like you said, 14-year center, playing yeah. 13 years with the with the coach. And, again, one of those guys that, you know, playing that center position, you're you're controlling some of that stuff at the at the line. Obviously, Peyton was doing a lot, but at that center position with that offense, Jeff was identifying a lot of things, right? Oh, yeah, had to. So, so as a center, as an offensive lineman, he's able to come in and, and, prop, and put his – his say so on what they can do to, you know, get this old line to play better. So I think if that happens, I think you put Matt Ryan back under the center, some things yeah. could potentially change on that offensive side of the ball. Um, obviously, you know, the play calling situation is going to be interesting and see how we, how we were able to to produce on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. But um, but for me, man, you go out there, you play harder, put a better product out there, a better showing, show some more passion. Shoot, if you can go five hundred these last eight games. Shit, Jeff might got something. <laughs> hey, that'd be huge. Hey, I'm looking at it. 
I'm like, shit so crazy. It might, it might work. Who knows? Park Frazier, you know, we always talk about opportunities. I know if that was me, and I don't care what I've been doing for the last three, four years in the bill, I could be drawing shit up on a napkin. Hey, you calling plays this Sunday. Bet. Let's go. I'm coming in there. Hopefully he has that type of comp. Everybody had to call their first game. Everybody At had to some call point. their first defense. They're called their first offense, whatever it was. So who knows? The eternal optimist in me as a Colts fan, Jeff Saturday and Parks may be one of the best combos to go down in history. I, I but got uh, a, I, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. This this was what was interesting to me, right? So you you fired Frank Wright, right? Mm-hmm. Jeff Saturday was named the interim head coach that same day. Hold on, wait, wait. You might hold on, hold on, AB. You might have to refresh your camera. It's like glitching a little bit. Maybe just been on my end. Yeah, it's like going like. Ah, right, hold on. I'm about to leave. I'll leave. Come back. <clears throat> but yeah, man, it's gonna be an interesting, interesting thing to keep an eye on. And I'm re- with AB as far as expecting. Matt Ryan to be named the starting quarterback again at some point. You are just sad that you get this opportunity. I'm going to hitch my wagon to the old head. Yeah. This better? Uh, yeah, yep, we better. We solid. I bet. So, question for you, right? You you, you fire Frank, right? Jeff Saturday is hired this, the same day as interim. Like, is this was this something that's been – obviously, this is something that's been talked about. I, I think so. Um, so – and Jeff Saturday, for for people that don't know, um, I actually bumped into Jeff Saturday. It's probably our first time actually in the, having a real conversation in person. But I bumped into him during training camp. And I was out here uh, doing Pat show at training camp and just walking around with DT kind of in the back, seeing everybody, you know, the training room, the, the, the equipment room. And that was something he said, too. But people that don't know, like those people – that are doing what they're doing in the coach organization outside the coaching staff. Like those people have been in place for it since Jeff Saturday was there. You know what I mean? Those same people. So that was a part of his pressure too. Like, Hey, these are my people. Like I've, I had kids with my wife here, raised my kids here. Like this is my place. So that's another part of it. And he was a consultant that spent time with the team um, in training camp as well. So I'm sure him and him and Ursa, you know, Ursa are with, 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 with some of his players. I'm sure they had a bunch of conversations. He was just in town for, um, Tariq Glenn going into the Ring of Honor, um, and it was probably some conversations had there. Who knows? Uh, but yeah. we, we not those type of things go. But from the reports, I think it was Zach Kiefer with the Athletic, I believe he said Ursay called Jeff Saturday during the game on Sunday. So later, like during the game, awesome. You ready? Hey man, <laughs> you watching the shit? It was you probably ready? watching. Hey man, you remember what we talked about? And for me, the way I kind of looked at it, I'm like, all right, Ursay, you know, you don't put all this money into the offensive line and they're performing, I would say, the worst, like the group. They're probably the most disappointing group on the team. Um, so you hire Saturday and now you have a guy that is in that. If I'm the head coach and let's say the secondary has just been dog shit all year and I get an interim head coaching job with no coaching experience, I'm probably spending 80% of my time if I am, am in meeting rooms in that defensive back room. Like, no me, this is what I'm doing. This is my expertise. I'm in that room. After our no team question. meetings, we go to the meetings, I'm in the offensive line room because we we should look at the team and figure out, hey, I'm sure this is a conversation Jeff is probably having with that unit. Look, we're going to go as far as y'all take us. The defense yep. has been doing their part. 
We know jo uh, Jonathan Taylor is talented. Is Matt Ryan a prime Matt Ryan? No. Is Sam Ellinger a veteran quarterback? No. But if we got a dog unit up here, we can do some things and we can compete week in and week okay. out. So um, I, I think that's probably was the thought process with Ursay's hiring. He obviously knows who Jeff is as a person, as a leader, spent a yeah. ton of time around him, drafting him. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to watch. Hopefully, you know, 500, that, that was – that's that's lofty, lofty expectations for me. For me, I'm like, when a couple be competitive, and then we'll see. But um, you know, after the season's over, this was an interim hire, so after the season's over, Urse is going to have to go through the full hiring process and the mm -hmm. Rooney Rule and bringing in minority candidates and going through all that. Um, so uh, interesting to keep our eye on though, Coach. Coach, you know, if they ain't doing anything else, they they keeping us entertained right now. Yeah, a lot that's of coach sure. fans are embarrassed right now. Man, we um so we actually did a poll. We did a a poll on the Jeff Saturday hire. Sixty-four percent said they liked it. Thirty-six percent said they did not like the Jeff Saturday hire. So okay. that's from the man to man pod community poll. Yeah, man. I mean, you know. We shall see, man. Everybody got a shot. Nathaniel Hackett, Josh McDaniels, you know, all, all these, you know, good and bad. You see what Mike McDaniel was doing down there? He had never called plays. He had never done – obviously been coached for a while, but it's going to be interesting, man. But, yeah. uh, you know, obviously I'm rooting for the coach. I'm optimistic about it. And uh, being a former player who um, sees himself getting into coaching at some point, I'm rooting for Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff, man. Obviously, tonight, Thursday night, man. We got Thursday night football. Um, shoot, we got the Falcons, man. Falcons at the Panthers. Falcons two and a half points favorite, man. Just a couple weeks ago, man. These these two teams played um, in Atlanta. Yeah, great game. Came down to the to the to the final. Well, overtime, overtime. Mm -hmm. Um, are we gonna have an exciting game tonight? I think it's going to be a close one. I don't know about exciting. I think it is going to be a close one. These, you know, my expectations for these Thursday night games are are are, are low right now. Um, low right now. But um, I feel like the Falcons. You know, obviously you're sitting. I think they're sitting at. The, are they tied for the number one still in the division? Four and five right now. They are. Well, no. Yeah. Um, so they get it. Yeah, yeah. I think they are. Yeah. Yeah, I think them and the Bucks have the same record. So if um. If they get this win, you know, obviously this is the first game playing on week 10. They go in and get this week. Hey, we sitting at the top of the division right now. Obviously, we got to go on the road, but that's shit. That's right up the street, somewhere we're comfortable playing. We go and get this win. Should be an ugly weather game. So, bet accordingly. Ugly weather game. Mm -hmm. Hurricane Nicole is out there. I hope everyone is being safe. I know some people have been, you know, impacting South Florida. Where I'm from, it was just really, you know, rain and rain and a little wind here and there. But uh, it will be an ugly weather game. So I just think Falcons with that that run game. Um, they've been covering and fighting and playing well all season. Uh, Panthers got a good run game too. But I'm I'm going with the Falcons in this one. Uh, Mario to that offense. Patterson back. Um, I got the Falcons in this one to win two and a half. I go, I, I'll take them to win the cover. Yeah, I, I definitely got, I got the Falcons tonight, man. The Panthers coming off a, 
ugly showing on Sunday against the um, Cincinnati Bengals, man. Um, so, again, I feel like at this point of the season, it could go either which way for the Panthers. Um, um, again, you know, ugly showing against the Bengals. So, I'm, I'm going to go with the Falcons as well. I think they're, they're playing solid. I think they're playing better this year than, you know, in years past. I would say the past about past two years. So I'm definitely going to go to Falcons winning, mm-hmm. and I got them covering tonight. So we're on the same way. Cordell Patterson for sure. Cordell Patterson for sure. Anytime touchdown score tonight. Yeah, I, I put him in uh, him and Foreman from the, Pan- the Panthers. Another one I was considering was Marcus Mariota. I'm gonna take his over rushing prop. I'll probably get him a, try to get him an alternate like 40, 50, something like that. But um, yeah, it should be an ugly weather game. So passing game obviously gonna be impacted. Um, kicking game is gonna be impacted. I got cool on my damn fantasy team. So who you got? Yeah, man. Young, who you got on your fantasy team? Young cool, the kicker, Falcons kicker. Say his name again. Nah, man, I, I'm messing my man name up. <laughs> I, I didn't hear you, brother. That's why I, I, I thought it was it's young cool. It's cool, right? K O O. K O. Okay. Cool. Yeah, man. It's cool, man. Stop right. fucking with me, man. Right. What else we got, man? We got some. We got. We, what other matchups we got this weekend, man? Man, this this a matchup right here. Uh, we got the Seahawks at the Bucks, and surprisingly, here the Bucks are three points favorites. Seahawks again, led by Geno Smith, having a hell of a season. Um, again, should be MVP talks. Um, Bucks four and five, coming off a a win against the Los Angeles Rams on um this past Sunday. Bucks four and five. We just talked about them. Tied with the uh, lead with the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Surprising though. Bucks three point favorite. Um, this is surprising. I'm going Seahawks here, and I have them them covering, but. Vegas must know something we don't know. This is surprising. Maybe this is this is just the Brady effect, and this is the same. Remember the conversation we had? It might have been last. It might have been Monday. What was, I was that? Like, hey, when it come down to it, you know, in this NFC, you got all these quarterbacks that are doing well, that are doing their thing. But as the season gets later, it's going to be harder and harder for me to bet on these guys against Brady. I think we're talking more so playoffs, but. Geno Smith has been playing some damn good football. I like also what they're doing on the defense side of the ball. Kenneth Walker, probably offensive rookie of the year right now, unless it's somebody, I'm, I, I, you know, Brees Hall was balling too, but obviously he got hurt. So this this kid may be offensive rookie of the year. Should I, be. I think I might be with you, man. Seahawks getting three points on the road. Obviously a long trip. Bucks coming off a nail-biter. Last second, last-minute drive. It's Brady, man. Brady post post divorce announcement. Look at him, man. Don't 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 look too deep into it. You seen? He might not lose man. another game. Hey, I would. Hey, I would not be surprised <laughs> about that. Hey, it, 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 it's, he might it might do something to him. Like you know what I'm it saying? Hey, look, we we done out of signing papers. I done got that shit over with. I'm done with it. I'm about to go out here and, and whoop somebody. But nah, Seahawks win. See, <laughs> <laughs> Seahawks playing good, man. Um, damn, 
You know what? Y'all got to tune into the Saturday show for my pick on this one. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm leaning with the Bucks because that same conversation we had about the Falcons going into this one as far as taking the lead in that NFC South. I did say a long trip. See, that's that's even more of a reason I'm going to Bucks. I'm going to Bucks now. Bucks win. Bucks cover in Germany. That's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be eighty percent Tom Brady crowd crowd out there. Uh, I played in London with the Patriots my rookie year, and now it was a home game for sure. Played against the Bucks actually, but um, give me the Bucks. I know where I'm going in this one. Bucks Bucks end up five and five. Seahawks seven, seven and three. Seahawks seven three. But it's gonna be a good one in Germany. Gino been balling, man. Gino been balling. They've been, they've been balling. Been balling his ass off. It's, it, I'm happy. I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see it. Next up, man. Another game we're gonna talk about um, before the Saturday pick shows. The Cowboys at Packers. Um, Cowboys five point favorites in this one. Um, Packers. I think they're on a five game losing streak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lost to the lost to the Lions last uh, oh this past Sunday. Um, Put up nine points. Nine points. So one thing I am expecting, I'm expecting Aaron Rodgers to play much better than what he did this past Sunday. Um, but again, the Cowboys are playing well, both sides of the ball. Five point favorites. Mm, I. Again, I'm not gonna overthink this one. This might be it's, it's gonna be six game, it's gonna be six game loser shoot for the Green Bay Packers on my end. It's a Lambo. In Lambo. Yeah, so it's a it's a they don't gotta get on the plane and think about it. They can get in their car and drive home and think about the L. I got the Cowboys winning. Um and I have them covering. And it's news. The Packers picked up. Abrams, yeah, Jonathan Abrams got got released yeah, from the Raiders. So, so, you know, we'll see how you know how if he yeah. has any type of impact. But I got Cowboys winning. I have them seven and two. Um, I, you know what? I'm a I'm a tune in once again to the Saturday Pick Show presented by sponsored by FanDuel Sportsbook. Tune in for that pick, for this pick, Cowboys-Packers. I do think this will be a close game. Five points. Like you said, to your point, I'm with you. But I feel like we've kind of been – I've been probably saying this all year. Oh, I expect Aaron Rodgers to play better this week. I expect Aaron Rodgers to play better this week. I expect Aaron Rodgers to play better hey, this week. So – D-Butt, we, we just had our first show on Monday. It, it, it yeah. is what it is. So what are we gonna come back and say Monday about this game? Let me let it, me go into the it future. It is what it is. The Packers, yeah, are Cowboys. <laughs> let me the Cowboys. Cowboys win. Cowboys cover five points. Five points on the road. Nah, yes, Packers gonna cover. Cowboys win money line. I'm taking the Cowboys straight up. This line may move too. I'm taking the Cowboys straight up, but I'll I'll, I'll let y'all know Sunday. Afternoon, where I'm going with this uh, against the spread. She already know AB going. <laughs> Shit, I've been watching. I've been watching no, these. Guys. No suspense at all, at all. Um, yeah, but you know, tune into our Saturday pick show um, to get to some other world, our results as far as or our picks on these upcoming games on Sunday. 
Um, again, like D-Bus said earlier in the show, 25, 30 minutes, talk about the matchups, who we like, who we don't like. Do we like the spread? Do we not like the spread? Again, yeah. tune in on Saturday. Uh, we got. Couple- then you have we got a little up. We got more updates as far as injuries and stuff go. On uh, you know by Saturday, so it's always it's always good conversation, good talk. No, for sure, for sure. Um, we got some M two M live questions. Oh, let's get it. We got some questions, so we definitely want to tap into that again. If you have any questions, hashtag M two M live. Me, myself and D Buck will answer them live on the show like we're about to do now. Shout out to our guy, Nick Scroggins, M2M Live. Do you think the NFL will ever have a active player be a position coach? Shit, we already have those, my guy. It right. might not be official, but trust me, in right. those in those meeting rooms, we have active players who are leading those meeting rooms and our coaches. Yes. Our second coach, our third coach. I'm pretty I know D Buck was a was a coach um in the meet room. I know I've kind of played that I well I'm not gonna say kind of I played that role as well. Yeah. Just Definitely. being that being that coach, having a voice in that meet room. Um when you leave that meet room in the locker room, um talking to the guys, showing the guys, explaining to the guys and then Transferring that information over to the mm-hmm. field, being that coach, being that voice on the field, in the lock, uh, in the huddle, on the sideline. So it may not be an official title as DB coach for active player, but trust and believe you have um, coaches in those certain uh, position mean rooms. You better believe. Actually, can you put that question up one more time? I want to see the, the second part. He said something about Tom Landry doing it. Tom Landry did it in his last year with the Giants. Fun fact, the Giants at one time had Vince Lombardi as his offensive coordinator and Tom Landry as his defense coordinator. Didn't know that. That is a fun I fact. Did, I, did um, do, I did not know that. Historical NFL fact. But, um, yeah, to A.B.'s point, it's a bunch of players um, doing that right now um, in, in those meet rooms. Jeff Saturday, I'm sure, was an O-line coach. You know, and it's not like the other players around him, you know, didn't know what they were doing, but when you're playing offensive line, when you're playing uh, DB, when you're playing quarterback, like your success, most positions, honestly, your success is reliant upon those, those other people being in the right place, doing what they're doing so that you can play faster. And you got to coach them up throughout the week to make sure that we're in the right place doing things. Sometimes good coaches, I think this is a thing that good coaches do. So it's really not a knock on the actual position coach that are in those rooms. But if you got an Antoine Bethea who's been in the league and it going on his 11th year and you may be a second year DB coach, it, like you should come and le- you should lean on that player for, for his knowledge and his insight as far as game plan. Hey, third down, red area, you know, what have you done before? What are you doing? What, what, what did we got a young player that we got to play? How can we help him? What 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 can we do? What would you do in that position when you're in it? So it's a lot of yeah. questions that you can ask, and a lot of uh, knowledge and insight that you can get from those players. Um, will they ever be on the payroll as an as coach as a player as well? No, they won't. They're gonna be paid as a player, and you just do the extra. That's just how it is. So to answer your question, no. Um, but in reality, um, it's a, it's a bunch of position coaches out there already suited up. No, no doubt, no doubt. Great question. Great question. Mm-hmm. Um, got another question here from Jeff B. 
at Wrestling Panda. Does Josh Allen potentially missing a game or two shake things up in the AFC considering they still don't have any divisional wins? <laughs> Look. Uh, yeah, you got a quarterback that is, what, I think scored 23 of 25 of their touchdowns or something crazy like that. Obviously throwing to other players. They got other very good players around him as well. But he's a big part of that offense. And you got a lot of teams in that AFC um, that, that can play. Obviously the Chiefs, um, my Dolphins that are in the same division, that Jets with that defense that they have right now, like they can line up and win any game, just beat the Bills, uh, uh, obviously. So, um. Yeah, I think it does shake things up. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, you you owe two in the division right now. Lost to the Jets, lost to the Dolphins. Um, so um, I, I would I would be interested in how you would handle this injury. How like would you would you rest him for two three games, let him get you know full? He got a UCL sprain, I believe. So I know the MCL sprain I've had before. If you it's kind of like a grade two or something. It's one of those things that heals on its own if you give it time. Yeah. But um, how would you how would you handle who's who's their backup quarterback? I forgot already. Case Man, I, I was thinking I was thinking about this yesterday. I I would rest him. I would sit him for a week or two. I know it's it's tough again not having any um any divisional wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're what well, they're sitting at six and two right now. Um, find out who's backup quarterback. Yeah, Case Keenum. Case Keenum, um, yeah, Case Keenum. So I, I, I would. Yeah, you, you know, you Case Keenum can win games. He's been a star in this sure. league, been a backup for a while. Like Case is definitely win some games because I, I know they definitely see themselves making it to the to, making it to the playoffs and and hopefully playing into February. One of these mm-hmm. injuries, obviously, quarterback, you know, um, elbow. You keep you throwing keep, on too. Keep throwing, yeah, throwing on. I think you you sit him down for a week or two. Rest, see what that does. Again, I've had an MCL sprain as well. Sat me down for about a month. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's, it's, it's different, you know, a knee, elbow, but with a quarterback. And like you said, his throwing arm, definitely, man. I think you sit him down for a week or two and let him rest up. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you, especially with a, with a backup like Case who's been there, done that. Won't be anything new to him. Won't be too big for him. Um, but you are in a division where should everybody over 500. Five and four right now is at the bottom, and that's the Patriots. So, yeah, but you got to do you got to do what's best, I think, for your team for the long run. And I think it's yeah. a good two weeks at least because you're not only throwing on game day, you're throwing in practice, practice you know, yeah. those type of things. You got to ice it and manage that arm. So I think uh, – and, and this is also the second time he's had his injury too. So um, that's something to take note of as well. But, um, yeah, rest, rest your, your franchise – Two hundred gotcha. something million dollar quarterback. Be smart. Be smart. Yeah. Um, another question, man. I put some questions in the comments as well. We definitely gonna tap on, tap into them. Um, it's for oh, it's for my guy Tone. If you were an owner slash GM and fired your coach, you have to hire one of your former teammates to be the new head coach. Who's getting the job? Oh shit! All right, well, let's eliminate each other. First, yep. so I can't say A B, you can't say me. Yep. I'm going with um I'm going with 18, man. I'm going I'm going with, going with P, yeah. That's a good I'm, I'm going with P, man. Um again, that's just gonna be 
you know, somebody that when you walk up in front of the room and you speak, guys are going to listen. Mm -hmm. Guys are going, you know, sit up and it's going to be all ears. Guys are going to be attentive. Um, again, it's a guy that's done it at the highest level. Um, it's a guy that you know is knowledgeable about the game. Um, you know the, the 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 time, the effort that he put into it. He's going to put into the into it the same way um, in the head coaching role. So again, I think my mine was easy. It was no brainer. Definitely some other guys I I could have went with. Yeah, but shoot, I'm gonna go with 18, man. I'm going go with the sheriff. Ah, it'll be one or two for me. Either uh, Gerard Mayo, okay, uh, who's on the coaching staff right now in New England, and probably will be a head coach pretty soon. Seven five and, seven uh, legend. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Once, uh, you know, obviously uh, had, a, had a great career, but it's been a leader from day one. Came in, had an older team, but as a young player, was able to lead a veteran Patriots team. Um, So Gerard Mayo. And then another one who probably surprised a lot of people, Vince Wilfort. Vince Wilfort was one of those guys who demanded respect from everybody. You know, everybody that was around him respected him at a high level, and he, his understanding of the game was – was next level even for a nose tackle. Like it was almost yep. half the games we went in, he had some type of tell or something he saw on film for the DBs. Well, hit, hey, look at me. You know, I'm going I'm to give you this. If, if it's run, I'm going to give you this. If it's, if it's pass, and we would have certain checks like near and far checks based off something that Vince, you know, saw on film study. So uh, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot of guys I think would be good coaches, but for some reason, yeah. um, those two guys jumped, jumped in front of my events, Will Fort and uh, Gerard Mayo. Man, it's funny you say that as far as like the D lineman, right? So, <laughs> Freeney and um, and Mathis, man, they used to give us tips all the time, right? So, their thing mm -hmm. was like, look, we want to, we wanted to get these tips so I, we know, okay, we can put our ears back and we can go get this quarterback, you know what I mean? So, it would be the, the most subtle things that they would tell us, right? So they would say it in the mm -hmm. meet room, like a defense meet room, like, hey, if this offensive tackle heel is up, hey, it's passed. So I'm, yeah. looking, I'm like, shit, I can't. It looked the same here, but they just kind of had the eye for it. So, again, the same thing. They were like, look, hey, we're going to give you a tap on the hip, man, or we'll give mm -hmm. you something um, or sign or tell, let you know, hey, be prepared for pass or be prepared for run. So it's crazy that you say that, that Vince was yeah. able to do that because in those same meet rooms, man, 93 and 98, and, you know, other guys, you know, we mm -hmm. have Booker McFarlane and stuff like that would do the same thing. So that's that's dope yeah. to hear. Yeah, he was, you know, film, obviously a film head, but he'd get up over that ball. And sometimes he'd be in the game, during the game, you know, come second quarter, he'd be like, all right, this is what they're doing. You know, this this guard is the tailor, this the center or whoever. And, you know, he'd give us a, a rabbit or eagle call or army or air force navy whatever it was for that week we'll have something but uh another one just popped in my mind too mike adams mike adams played in the league for a long long time in safety yeah mike adams would be another, another really good one nah. good question though good question tone great question great question you got any um, other storylines in the national football league that we are we missing um what else, what, what else haven't we talked? What's transpired these last three days outside of our obviously our Colts have been dominated with the they've been dominated front front line. Um, it's it's been light, man. It's been light in the league right now as far mm -hmm. as news. Um, we do got some. Uh, yeah, Mister Mister Peabody, I had a good question. Um, 
what about the sudden Kyler and Stafford injuries? I literally um, just read that, yeah. Kyler, yeah, Kyler not, with, not... A, with a hamstring. Mm-hmm. Um, and St- Stafford is in uh, concussion protocol. Yeah, so that's a, uh, obviously a, a, a divisional game this weekend in NFC West. Uh, Stafford going to concussion protocol, you know, within a week, you would think, you know, he would miss this game, especially with the extra attention that's been paid to head injuries since um, tours. Um, so that's surprising. And then the same thing with um, – with Kyler, you know, having his hamstring. Typically for a quarterback and a hamstring, you think no big deal. But a guy like Kyler, that's 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 big news. So um yeah. a lot of DMPs from Wednesday's practice. And this is also the point of the season where, you know, it's what's week 10, where you take you, you, you you're cautious with that. All right, guys, you know the system, you know the scheme. So for the Cardinals, for example, all these guys DMP yesterday, and it was only a walkthrough for the Cardinals. Buda Baker, Kelvin Beecham, Cody Ford, Max Garcia, Will Hernandez, Rodney Hudson. All those guys are offensive linemen outside of Buda. Um, Brian Murphy, he did not participate with the back. Kyler Murray with a hamstring. And then for the Rams, center Brian Allen, running back Malcolm Brown, D tackle Greg Gaines, Travis Howard, Aldrich Jackson. Robert Rochelle and Matt Stafford all did not participate. Now, could a lot of them participate in practice? Yes. Friday, yeah. yes. Um, so Wednesday is definitely that day where you go, all right, rest day, whatever. But um a lot a lot of a lot of guys at that point in the season, man. Everybody, everybody dealing with something. Yeah, yeah. And to your and to your point, Wednesdays, you know, I know it was a couple of years, Wednesdays was an off day for me, you know. Yeah. Up, hill up, you know, against your point. You know the system, you know what's going on. Get your mental reps on the side, you know, in the yep. meet in the meet rooms, you know, talk talk through the stuff that you know that's gonna be happening out there on the field. So not <clears throat> overly concerned as far as the Wednesdays, but then when you start getting those DMPs on Thursdays, yeah, that's when you start, you know, you start thinking, like, okay, this this may be a, a Sunday situation. So Friday, too. Friday is obviously a big one. And then uh, for, for the game time decisions or doubtful, questionable, whatever. Um, but, yeah, man, and, and that just made me think of something, too. Young guys, man, like, you know, when he, when the vets started getting their days, like, A.B., hey, hey, Wednesday, that was his day. So that was whoever was your backup. Wednesdays, you're going to be in there, run play action. You're going to be getting reps not only with your team, but you're probably going to be doing some scout team reps, too. And just understand that even week 10 – Everything is being evaluated. Yeah. Everything is being evaluated. I, I try to drive this point home to people, young and old guys, every because you can get comfortable too. Everything's been evaluated. Walkthroughs, when you're showing up for workouts, when you get into the building, how attentive are you in meetings? How do you manage your injuries? Like all these different things have been evaluated by somebody in that building. It may not be the head coach all the time, but somebody in that building is watching and taking note of what you're doing in and out of that building. So just be mindful of that and also take advantage of that. You know, you are getting these extra opportunities, get these practice reps. Um, you, you never know. You obviously never know where your, where your next next opportunity. Ask Jeff Saturday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ask, um, what's my man's name again? Who? Parks, Parks Frazier. Oh, Parks Frazier, yeah. So, you, know, and, you never know. And and, to, and we, it was a conversation that we had a while back just through the, you know, starters and, and a backup. Backup. You know, yep. Like being being ready 
um, taking full advantage of your opportunity. And like you said, like you are being evaluated on, on everything, whether you like it, whether it's right, whether yep. it's wrong, you know, like you said, like, you know, as far as like when you get into the building, when you're leaving, like, should that matter? Who Who's to say, you know, I think you have people on both sides of the fence, but yep. to point, you are being evaluated on everything um, that you do. So young guys, take, take advantage of those reps. Take advantage yeah. of it. That's been a pro um, too, man. Yeah, football season. That should be priority, priority number one. Um, question by Kevin Koenig. Can you guys talk about mental reps a little bit? About staying on the sideline, being locked in, play call to play call. What up, Kevin? Bolt, bolt, bolt up, man. Our charges, <laughs> you know, five and three right there would be all right. But uh, as far as mental reps, it's just um, so practice, for instance, practice, walkthrough, should even games, you know, um meetings like you can always get mental reps when you're watching yourself on film or you're watching the guy in front of you or behind you on the film or on the field um and it's it's easy to you know be sidetracked and have conversations and it's a time and place for that sometimes you may not need to watch certain things but especially for young guys looking for an opportunity those mental reps count because once you do get that opportunity to the point that me and ab spoke on earlier my success relies on you yeah so i'm out there you know mf and you on the field or we have a conversation the coach is gonna look at that too and like all right i know Darius is prepared i know antoine's prepared so the guy that he yelling at ain't prepared so um and that comes with mental reps because it ain't fair to every point ain't everybody especially during the season the ones are getting the majority of the reps the guys are yeah. gonna be out there so when you are thrown in that fire you got to pick up right where, you know, that that's a well-oiled machine that continues to move and that, that train keeps moving. So um, it's imperative that you are taking advantage of those uh, mental reps in the, in the film room, on the field, on the sideline, wherever it is, you got to stay uh, locked in. Yeah. And you can't, and you can't use that as, as an excuse saying that I didn't get the reps. Like, nah, that's, that's not an excuse. <laughs> That's not an excuse, you know what I mean? So, again, those mental reps are very, very, very important. If it's something that you're not understanding or you're not getting, then that's when, you you know, you go to a vet. Hey, D-Buck, like, hey, why did we go to this check? You know what I mean? What am mm -hmm. I looking at when they come in this formation? Um, or, you know, you staying after, go to coach's office. Hey, coach, yep. like, I, I didn't understand what, was, what, what we were doing out there on the field. Can you explain it better, you know, in this setting? So, again, those mm -hmm. mental reps – um are, are very very important and again shoot even as a 14 year vet 13 year vet it's some things that i can i can continue to pick up on and i can learn yeah um, from somebody else from a young guy and it's crazy because at times that would happen like you know i would be um either on the field or in a meet room and, and a young guy would ask a question I'd be like damn yep. I, never, I never thought about it like that you know what i'm yep. saying so, i've been running defense for three years and never thought about that exactly so again those mental reps are, are, are very very important so great question yeah. Kevin. definitely and showing up with that beginner's mentality always willing and ready to learn mm -hmm. hey great i got question. some good i got some good questions man um another question from um steven tackett is there beef between the <laughs> offense and defense when one is playing well and the other isn't um <laughs> At times, you know, it, it may not be um, spoke about out loud, 
but you definitely can feel, <laughs> you definitely can feel that little tension, like, yo, like, what the fuck are y'all doing, man? Like, come right. on, y'all gotta pick y'all stuff up. You know what I mean? So you may not, you're not gonna, you definitely not gonna say it in, in, in the media. Um you should yep. you you necessarily not gonna, you know, say it, you know, to to say it or O lineman or wide receiver. But maybe if you and that wide receiver are cool, y'all tight, you know, the wide receiver know, like, man, I know y'all over there talking shit about us. And yeah, you damn right we talking shit about y'all. Like, yeah. like, like, pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, but again, as far as like a, a, a group setting where the defense is just going blatantly call out the offense for not playing good or vice versa, that's not going to happen. But best yeah. believe on either side, you, you know what's happening. Quick story. My rookie year. <laughs> My rookie year, um, we started off nine and zero, on fire, right, on fire. But our run defense was probably the worst. I think we probably cool. had, we were probably 30, 31, 32, bottom, I'll say bottom three, four, as far as stopping the run. And that's something that we knew, right? And that's also mm-hmm. something I, we knew our offense knew, and everybody else knew. So. Again, we played Jacksonville one game. Fred, Fred, um, Fred Taylor and Jones drew. I think they ran for like they could have ran. They could have ran two eighty, close to two eighty, almost three hundred yards. So to that point, it was like I, we knew we were some shit against the run. We knew that. We also knew the offense knew that. Hey, our defense some shit against the run. But again, it's one yeah. of the things like it wasn't said directly to us, but we definitely felt that heat coming to Facts. us. Coming from the offensive side, yeah, <laughs> you, you you feel it for sure, and you shit, you know before anybody else know if Real y'all ain't right. get the job done, y'all not getting off the field, y'all giving up touchdowns, big plays, whatever it may be, uh, and then maybe you know depending on the coach, he may throw some subliminals out there. All right, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to score a bunch of points this weekend. We gotta do this. So uh, I'm thinking about a team right like the Broncos, for instance, this year. Like you look at the defense that has held damn near every opponent they've played under twenty points. Yeah, and they're sitting at whatever record they're sitting at. Like you know, as that offense, like hey, especially you know, you got a quarterback that's been paid, that's been in the league for a while. It ain't like you got a rookie quarterback trying to figure it out. So you feel that you know it, man. It's, and then depending on if the team is older or younger, maybe more of those conversations come come to the front, or maybe it happened in practice, man. All right, y'all tighten that shit. That's why y'all ain't doing it. Y'all asking for the scout team to chill out. Y'all motherfucker, I know Sunday, get your ass hey. on that. That's, that's that shit right there. Hey, so yeah. it, it's definitely there. The tension's there, like to A.B.'s point, depending on the relationships on that team, what's said is said. I prefer it. I prefer it being said out loud, outside of, you know, being little pockets of the locker room. Hey, man, you know, the offense, or the coach ain't got this person playing, or this, that, the third. Nah, I call that shit out on the field. And then, I, you know, everybody gets better. But uh, to answer your question, I think me and uh, AB would both answer, like, yeah, it, it, it's there. But once again, you want that to stay internal. You want that to yeah. stay in the building. Um, it was a situation where Jalen Ramsey spoke on having to go back out on the field this past weekend. He felt like defense made a play, and it should have been over. To his point, he's right. It should have been over. You get a ball back to your offense at that point in the game. But it's football. Sometimes they fuck up, too, and you got to get back out there and close it out. So keep that stuff internal as much as possible. Ah, damn! Yo, you took my, my damn, damn near 300. You know hey. Tongo going go and look that shit up. Yeah! That that game was ugly, bro. 
ugly. Yeah. 375 yards. I had one of them in college. That Pat Pete, that Pat White. Um, it's hey, it's nothing worth. I'd have had 500 thrown on me. Um, Pittsburgh, Big Ben. But it's nothing more demoralizing than the team handing that ball off and just running it And and you know they're about to hand the ball off. You got eight in the box. <laughs> You got eight in the box. You got nine in the box. Hey. Everything they drawing up <laughs> is going. I'm like, yo, like, come on, yo. Like, this can't be life right now, yo. This can't be life. <laughs> this can't be hey, life. Hey, it's not it's not it's nothing worse than that, man. It's not that's demoralizing. I remember a coach telling me, hey, we ain't the offense. We can't punt. Like we gotta stay, we gotta stop motherfuckers. We can't go out there three points. Hey. We weren't good enough punt. No, they gonna keep running this. That's yeah, three seventy five. I know that. Eight point nine a carry. Y'all, that's how y'all looking, right? Just how Nick look it on that picture. <laughs> y'all, y'all boys look. Yeah, punch in the face. Post game, man. Oh, bro, we're off and everything when that shit going down. And we was in Jayville. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. They put fifty Man. on us in Jayville before though, so that had to be worse than that. Hey, y'all went and won the Super Bowl, so nobody remember that shit. It, it, it got a little better. It got a little better, man. Damn, they gave us the we won fifty chance in Duval. That was that was the low point in my career. I was mic'd up that game too. That's that full shadow video. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I'm, I'm surprised ain't nobody be like, man, Duval, man, yo, shut up, yo. <laughs> hey, 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 get this shit out. Chill, chill. Stop following me, man. This shit over with. But uh, good, 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 good. Great questions, man. Great questions. Appreciate y'all, obviously, for rocking with us. Um, another episode Thursday for me live from the Thunderdome. AB's on the road. I told y'all AB was gonna be somewhere. AB on the road as well. Uh, we'll see y'all again with our Saturday's pick show. Podcast is sponsored by FanDuel Sportsbook. We're gonna have a read for y'all and a code for y'all hey. coming Monday. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So again, man, Deep Bus said we appreciate y'all. Happy Thursday. Tune in to the Thursday night football. Tonight, Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons. <clears throat> again, y'all be ready for the Saturday pick show, man to man. Yep. Brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Yes, sir. Have a good Thursday, man. We'll be out. Hey, y'all better accordingly tonight, man, with that weather. You heard the man. Go. Peace. We gone.